Welcome everyone to Ian Hates Conversations. My name is Ian, and on this episode, I welcome back friend of the show, Alan Cotterill, previously of Snow White's Poison Bite, and now with his new band, 13th. Alan just released their debut single, Disgusting, with way more to come. So let's get to the conversation with Alan. Also, did I mention he's in Finland? That's right. So Skype it is. Here it is, 13th. Enjoy. All right, everyone, and welcome back to Ian Hates Conversations. I am on Skype right now with a great guy, returning friend of the show, Alan of the band 13th. Alan, man, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Ian. How are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. Now, I know you are seven hours ahead right now in Finland. How has your day been? Oh, my day has been good. I've actually been um, preparing some stuff for the uh, debut video that we're going to be releasing in about probably two months or so. so. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know based on social media, you've been talking about this music video that you're going to... Now, is this for Disgusting? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be for the uh, debut single, Disgusting, that's uh, been out for sale now for a while. And uh, on New Year's Eve, um, I announced the band mm-hmm. for 13th, and uh, we set it up on YouTube for streaming. So now it's been streaming for all the people who uh, didn't want to buy it. So uh, it's pretty pretty exciting times at the moment. Absolutely. Now, we'll definitely go into a little bit more as it is to, you know, the song and how you decide to set everything up. But for the music video itself, you've been kind of teasing this for a while. Is there something <laughs> special that you're going to be doing in it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a special one. And uh, for me personally, it's a special one because I'm actually a... Uh, uh, filming it and directing it and editing the whole thing myself. So, uh, wow. so uh, that's going to be a pretty interesting adventure for me. And uh, also another exciting thing about the disgusting music video is that it's going to have this uh, kind of a short film before the music video as well. So it's going to be a bit different in that sense that it's not going to only be a music video. So, oh, very cool. Okay, now. What is your background or have you had any background in directing and filming before? Because I wasn't sure when we talked before, when we were doing all the Snow White's Poison Bite stuff, if we had talked about that. But is that something completely new for you? Yeah, I've, I've never done it. Never done it before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Pretty I mean, exciting, <laughs> well, you're good. Yeah. I mean, you're good at teasing it. You're making it sound really great. So I'm assuming, I mean, you seem to be a person who teaches himself how to do a lot. So I'm assuming you've taught yourself pretty well of how to do this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I obviously wouldn't be promoting stuff like that if I wouldn't know that I'm uh, capable of doing these things. So uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be um, exciting for me. And I think I'm pretty sure people are really going to enjoy it. So uh, we'll see how it goes. And we've got plans to uh, obviously uh, do more stuff video-wise in the future as well. So uh, we'll get this one done first and uh, see how people like it and all that. So, yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. Let's go back a little bit and talk about the transition that you made. So when you put out the single Disgusting and announced the band 13th, 
You actually mm-hmm. made it so that no one could get the track unless they purchased it directly from your website. And I'll have, obviously, I'll have the website on the description of the episode so everyone will know where to go for that as well. But I just wanted to know in general, by keeping it off of streaming services, was it actually better for you as an artist? Did you actually make the money that you wanted to? Uh, yeah, well, basically, um, after um, I made the decision and um, I talked with Hanno, who's been with me for many years in Snow White's Poison Bite, and uh, it, it was just time to move move forward. And uh, we discussed with the label that what the situation was, and there was Snow White's Poison Bite was kind of a mess in a way so it was just time for a change and um last summer when all this went down um I, I pretty much just started like the clothing brand for 13th clothing and moved moved forward with that after snow eyes poison by and then uh, obviously the music came along came along with that as well so um so yeah what was the question <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, I just want to let you know, Alan, actually the audience too, the reason why I'm not interjecting as much as I normally would is because I hear a really weird echo every once in a while, and I think it's just because it's Skype, and that's the way it is. So don't think that I'm not interested in what you're saying. So I just want to let you know that. But the the thing that I had asked was, when you put Disgusting out, you didn't put it on streaming services, and you had it that you could only purchase it through your website. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to know, you know, as musicians, I, I just spoke with Doyle from Misfits and, you know, his band Doyle. He hates streaming services and he thinks yeah. that it's completely ripping off all the artists. So I just wanted to know, did it actually work having Disgusting only available on your website? Did you actually get more money than if you had put it on streaming services? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a definitely a better strategy for me to take at this point after uh like i've been doing this for like close to 10 years now like with the whole snow white deal and i've been doing the true labels that just put it up for streaming and all that and it's uh it, it's definitely a, like necessarily not the best path to go in my point of view so with 13th i'm kind of like flipping everything around and reversing what I've done in the past. So that that's pretty much why I wanted it to be sold in the 13th music store. And then uh, obviously we'll sell them for a while and then uh, put them out after that. But I did actually listen to your interview with Doyle and uh, I feel the same about the whole situation that um, how the whole Spotify thing is and all that. It's not something that I'm that interested in doing at this point. So who knows when we... Uh, get an album out and uh, I've sold the album to people. Probably I'll put it up after that, but I'm definitely just taking a different route in how how I'm doing things at the moment. So, I honestly, I think it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I was on Doyle's side, obviously, when we were speaking. Now, coming from, you know, an audience member, coming from someone who's a fan of the band's, Spotify and streaming services are great for me in the job of doing a podcast. But what I try and do is, especially with artists that I really love, I try to buy as much of their stuff as possible so that they're getting their money. And I think most of it then translates into merch sales. And that's why I thought 
that your clothing line that you're doing was really a great idea because I'm not sure that I've seen bands have as much merch available that you do. So I wanted to ask, did you do all the designs for that? Is this something that you've wanted to do for a long time? Yeah, this is something I've wanted to do for a long time. And I think as, uh, like, like again, going back to the song thing and, like, how I want to do things, like, really differently, I think musicians these days, they really need to, um, like, find these different routes in, like, because obviously you need money to live, don't you? Like, and right. uh, if you're just doing this, you put a lot of work into it. You need to get, get at least some money. So, um You've just got to think of like different ways of uh, being able to get the money. So um, I just started the clothing brand, obviously, and um, yeah, started selling songs, and uh, that's it. I do design all the all the uh, all the clothing myself, and uh, now the band's released. Obviously, we've got band merch that's going to be separate from the clothing company. So um, yeah, it's just. It's great. I'm I'm very happy at the moment, and because um, I'm currently only doing this anyway at the moment, so it's good to have an outlet of where you can get some uh, income and all that. Because uh, I don't think kids understand that you do have to pay people to record songs. Like people don't record songs for free, so why should you put it out there for free and and all that? So, uh, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think people actually don't understand even with a podcast that <laughs> it doesn't, you know, it's not free. It costs money, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where the industry is still trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. So let's actually, I'm going to skip around a little bit. And I just want to know, so with Snow White's Poison Bite, with the merch there, were you not as much in control of that as you are now with your own? Is that kind of why you wanted to be able to design and do your own merch in general? Uh, no, not really. Obviously, the, um, the label that we were on at the time was dealing with all that marketing. The, the record company deals are what they are, and you, you get paid what you get paid up front, and then you uh, need to recoup. And if you don't recoup, never recoup, or whatever the deal is, then you just don't make any money, do you, really? So, uh, so, so yeah, I, that's how I went with us. So Okay. So we're we're going to talk a lot about 13th. I do want to just ask, just in general, so with Snow White's Poison Bite and Victory Records, you said it was a mess, but was that just because of the label itself? Or was there, like, I guess the question is, you've made some type of a sound change with 13th, mm-hmm. so was it just time to start something new, or do you not own any rights for anything with Snow White's Poison Bite? Uh-huh. No, I didn't mean like I didn't mean like it was a mess in uh, anything from the label or anything. But um, the label was always good to us, and they did what they did on our album, and we we toured in the US for like three months with our album, and like it was good otherwise. But it was just it was just time for a change and time to move forward from Snow White's Poison Bite, just because there was first of all there was so many member changes over the years and it, it was just some of the I personally wanted to step away from and just start fresh with uh, new ideas and uh, definitely to be in control of like what you want to do with your art I think that's something that's uh, really important to me these days and uh, 
just like the strategy of getting it out there and all that. Um, it's really easy when there's no big corporations behind anything. And uh, the same goes for releasing the music. Like I've, I've, I haven't got any interest in like pulling my music up for free that I've worked my ass off on like for hours on end onto like Spotify or anywhere. So, so um, it, it's just more control over everything and um, uh, you can keep things together better, I guess. So, Right. Yeah. That makes complete sense. So, Tell me about the new band then. Tell me about, I know you had announced on New Year's that you had, you know, three new members and then including yourself, that brings you to four, but you're, so I'm terrible with his name. Is it Hanu? Yeah, Hanu was from, uh, he was in uh, Snow White with me. Exactly. And then yeah. you've got two brand new members as well. How did everything, I know you've explained it on your website, but just for mm-hmm. everyone who hasn't had a chance, how did you guys all come together? Yeah, well, basically, basically, um, when the uh, Snow White thing came to an end uh, last year, beginning of last year or whenever it was, uh, I already had plans for the uh, 13th clothing anyway, so I pretty much just started the website up. Uh, since last summer, I, um, I've uh, released somewhere around 500 products for the clothing company, so over the past six months. And then um, I had uh, some music that I was writing on, obviously. So music went up for sale and and all that. And while all this was happening, I was obviously going back and forth with uh, Hanno and uh, kind of like said, yeah, we should find like members and just start a 13th band as well. And uh, that's how that came together. And he knew he knew like people. He knew Nico, and then uh, I actually found Rami. Through, uh, I was looking for help to uh, have the songs mixed and mastered because I was pretty fully booked at the time. So he really enjoyed what was going on, and uh, that's how we found him. So very cool. Yeah. So is the plan now, as a you know, a full band that's been announced? Are you definitely doing a full album, or are you going to be releasing tracks? when you're finished with them and kind of checking how that, you know, how that uh, structure works without putting them on streaming services. Uh, yeah. The, the plan now is um, obviously we just started the year off fresh with uh, the band announcement for 13th and uh, we released the disgusting streaming. Uh, there's going to be a new song uh, pretty soon and I'm going to have a pre-order for that so you can pre-order the song if you want to hear it before we ever release it, like streaming on YouTube or whatever. So people who want to support 13th can uh, download it then already. And uh, we're going to obviously get the video out and a few more songs and uh, then the album album should be out like close to the summertime probably or before. Ah, oh, very cool. Okay. It's actually kind of similar to when we had spoken before. Just now you've got that kind of more exact plan of when you want the album to come out. So that is very cool. So let's talk Mm -hmm. about Disgusting a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of the song. I mean, I'm a big fan of whatever you do. I think everyone knows that. But with Disgusting, you did take sort of a, a different change in your style. It seems a little bit more like old school new metal 
like a corn, a Dima orgy, like in that kind of vein. And I was just wondering, is that something that you always wanted to do? Or was this something that just came to you and you're like, I really like this style? Uh, yeah, this is um, definitely like the best stuff that I've, as a songwriter, ever done. And uh, this goes things only like s- scratching the surface. Like once people hear what we've gone the way, um, they're going to be very, very surprised because, uh, like I said, that's just scratching the surface at the moment. So there's going to be uh, a lot of new metal stuff and a lot of other stuff as well. So uh, it's definitely something that I did want to do, and uh, now I'm doing it. So Very cool. Is that – well, I guess the question is, did you not want to do that before, and now you want to do it now, or was it something where you didn't really think – that at the time that was the best style to do and that now there's kind of a new metal revival happening and this seemed like the perfect time to do it. Um, yeah, I've seen, seen a few bands, a few bands doing it and like you can hear snippets in people's songs of uh, kind of the new metal vibe and all that. And, uh, but that's not really got nothing to do with my choice uh, of doing it. But, but yeah, it's if it's coming back, then that's great. We'll be there to uh, hold the flag up high, I guess. So there you go. <laughs> well, is it something that you enjoyed from the past? Then, like, is it because these people had inspired you before that now you're able to really do what you want? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, um, this is like totally different. Snow White, Snow Snow White was what it was and i think like uh i think this is going to be like more of the days when like i used to listen to like linkin park or still do and like corn obviously it was a huge inspiration for the disgusting song so yeah probably i'm probably i'm looking uh, more in that direction these days instead of directions that i've looked before but but yeah You'll you'll all see. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything you can tell me about, like, what you've worked on vocally? Is there anything that you've wanted to change now with 13th that you've really wanted to show everyone? Yeah. um, Probably over the uh, past two years, I've been rehearsing, like, a lot on my vocals. And, uh, like, I think disgusting is, like, a pretty good um, example of like what I can do vocal wise, but um, there's going to be many more songs that are going to be totally different. Like, uh, I basically want people to think it's a different singer every time they hear a song. So, <laughs> oh, so, okay, you know. that'll be a little bit different for sure. I I like that innovation, similar to almost like a concept album where mm. you know a band singing about you know something a, a general story but there's something different in each part. Do you think you'll be doing something like that as well, where if you're singing differently or, or portraying something different in each track, are you also going to be telling a different story? Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say these songs that are on the way are like um, really concept story kind of things. They're more like personal personal to me. And... Um, um, but like for the vocals, like each each track is gonna be like it's gonna have a very different approach to it, like vocally. Like 
like you said, this one has got like a corn vibe to it or something like that, then like another song might have a different vibe altogether. So it'll just have to wait and see see um, what kind of vocals there's going to be, but it's definitely going to be interesting. And uh, people are always asking me like this since we've released Disgusting, and they're like. Why is it such a negative song? Like when they listen to the lyrics, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, it's not a negative song. Like, disgusting's about um, getting rid of all the uh, disgusting stuff you don't like about yourself, or what you don't like about each other. So, uh, or some other people, for example, it's about um, getting rid of all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I kind of the way that I interpreted it was like a a moving on. Like, yeah. you know, you've done some things in the past or someone's done some things in the past and you're saying, you know, that's that's disgusting. I don't care about that. We're moving on to something better. That's what I looked yeah. at as. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. So now when you're talking to the other bandmates now, how much control are you having over everything that's done? Are they writing music and then coming to you and you're putting lyrics to it? Or are you masterminding the entire operation? Yeah, pretty much. I, I write all the music and uh, um, then Rami, who plays guitar for us, is like helping me with like producing and mixing the songs and all that. So that's all his work. Like the song sounds amazing. The dude is like, he's a young dude, but he's like super, super talented in mixing songs. And uh, me and him like get along really well and we'll brainstorm like things as well. So it's just a it's great that I've finally found this like really good partner to uh, make music with, but but we've all got our own role, obviously. But um, as long as music goes, uh, I write all the music and all the lyrics, and then uh, now we've got Rami who does the mixing for us, and then obviously our drummer Nico, uh, who also gave a huge effort towards the drums. Like obviously the demo drums were what they were, but like he added his personal touch to it to just give it that like 110% and uh and uh Arnold plays all the bass on it and all that so it just everyone's putting their own effort in for sure so oh that's really good to hear all right mm-hmm. yeah I mean I know it took you a while to find people that you really trust and you know you have a lot of respect for and you're able to move forward so that is that is really good to hear so uh, yeah yeah, and I know that can be that can be a huge issue with bands a lot of times. So I'm very happy to hear that. So now you had mentioned before that you know this is your full time job now. So does that include that's the the store that's you know thirteenth.com that's everything that you're doing, including the band. How often do you guys get together then and practice and write music and put things together? Uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm basically doing this full time now, just uh, trying to run the clothing company. Um, obviously, we've added the band now and there's the music. Uh, there's going to be uh, some other services. There's going to be three new services added to the 13th website. There's going to be 13th Audio, which is going to be a mixing and mastering service. There's going to be sample libraries, VSD presets and guitar cabinet impulses and um online vocal and guitar coaching lessons there so that's going to be like 13th audio which is going to be for basically all the audio nerds and and whatnot um there's going to be 
the second section is going to be 13th creations and that's going to be uh graphic designing that i'm going to be do doing for businesses if anyone needs logos or clothing designs or anything like that so um that's going to be added to that shortly as well and uh, there's going to be 13th films as well which is going to be a uh, video production company for bands and businesses and uh if there's any bands that I happen to work with in the future to make music videos, uh, then they're also going to get like free promo packs and all that included. So uh, there's going to be a lot, lot happening like for that. For wow. Sure. That's yeah. now that's a ton. And now I obviously I've been on your website many times and I saw the audio part and I thought that was very interesting. I don't know if I saw, you know, a couple of things that you, just mentioned with the graphic design and you know working with bands in that way but that is really really interesting and it's also a very large undertaking can you tell Mm -hmm. me i mean a lot of times an artist wants to stay away from that business side a lot Mm -hmm. but you're very like you're embracing it it seems can you tell me your mindset of why you want to do all this because you're pretty much becoming almost like a full service band yeah well like like I explained on the website, like um, like Thirteenth originally started off as the clothing company, mm-hmm. so that's what it was originally. Because I just had I've always had a dream of starting my clothing company, so I just went ahead and did that. Uh, the whole Snow White deal came around, and uh, obviously I wanted to release music anyway, so I had music on the site, and then we did the band so it's basically different sections of uh all this different stuff so you've got 13th clothing you've got 13th band you've got 13th audio for the mixing and mastering services you're going to have 13th films for uh the video production company and you're going to have 13th creations for uh graphic designing company and all that so it's basically just one place where i can uh um have everything under the same name instead of having like all these different things going on because these are like things that I want to start anyway. So I thought I might as well just have it all under the same name. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, to a very lesser extent, it's like how I have three podcasts under Mm -hmm. the Ian hates umbrella. And then (laughs) if I want to bring in anything else, then I just add it. So yeah, that makes complete sense. And I might actually be hitting you up when you've got that creations all set up because I've been looking for new logos and whatnot, and I trust you. So that'll be a side thing that we'll talk about off air. But yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like all this is because um, this is my like current day job. And like, uh, if you just only want to be in the band, you can't only do that as your day job, because you'd have to be constantly touring. And obviously, you couldn't have an income through that. So uh, like I said, musicians need to think of a way to get an income so they've got time to write music so they've got time to do everything else so this is just my way of having an income to be able to write music daily and uh basically run the clothing company and all the other companies that are going to be beside it so was it a tough leap for you to just do this because i think the last time that we spoke you had a different job on top of obviously trying to get the bands going so what was that thought? I mean, was it scary? You know, I, I would be worried about something like that. No, not, not necessarily. Not scary. I, 
I'm, I'm just I'm just really happy now that I've found a way that um, you can uh, have a steady income and uh, write music at the same time and just obviously the goal is still to uh, make the band large and all that but it doesn't only revolve around just the band so uh, so like I said like for me because I write the songs and all that like it, it drove me crazy to have a day job and write songs and it, there's just not enough time in the day basically so uh, I, I just started the clothing company and everything else that's going to happen so right much easier now let's put it that way so. oh good all right even with everything you have going it's still yeah. easier now to write songs so yeah that's awesome well especially i mean i'm sure people that love your music are very happy that you're able to throw yourself into the music more often so that mm-hmm. is definitely you know that is really good so i this can sound like a weird question but since you're in finland i mean obviously the internet connects everyone you know we're talking on skype right now and i'm in the states but to make all this work with shipping to being able to set up tours and whatnot in the future your location does that hinder you at all uh not not for the moment um obviously uh once we've got more songs out and uh there's more of a catalog then i'll i'll be looking for uh someone to help get us shows and all that probably start working with a pr company or something like that but i think first before i start emailing people then uh we'll have to get some more more songs out there and wait for the video and uh then see who gets interested and and uh then we'll start playing shows for sure and touring as well so is that something that you guys have missed? Because it has been a while, especially, I mean, since Snow White's Poison mm-hmm. Bite went out, but then I'm sure every guy in the band has been in multiple other acts before. Mm-hmm. So is it something you miss? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, def- I definitely miss it. Miss it. And uh, we're going to get that under control very soon once we've got the ammunition to uh, show, like, booking agencies and PR companies what we're made of basically so for sure and i'm assuming as well since you're a very visual person i mean with all the work you've done with 13th i think people can tell that i'm assuming you're going to want some type of you know really fun stage show on top of the music itself is that something you like put thought into uh yeah that'll that'll be great i haven't put that much thought into it yet but once we get closer to uh to um getting the um whole live performance stuff ready and all that then that's definitely something we'll be thinking about at that time so okay so let me ask you as well so you know not only do we like to talk music on the show but also some of the other things that inspire you in your life and inspire your music so right now besides doing all the work you do is there anything that has been inspiring you in other music, in movies, in books, in TV? Is there anything that you've been really into lately? Um, I haven't really, I haven't really had the chance to. I uh, last, what was the last movie? The last two movies that I can think now that have been inspiring me was uh, on Halloween. I went to watch the new Halloween mm-hmm. movie, and I thought that was really good, actually. Yeah. Um, and then um, there was also uh, a special show of um, the first Evil Dead movie in uh, the theatre. 
Oh, so okay. yeah, yeah, that was like close to Halloween as well. They did like this special show where they uh, showed the original Evil Dead movie in the theatre. So I had to go and watch that like in the movies on the big screen and all that. And that was pretty cool. So and I hadn't watched that movie for a long time anyway. So <laughs> right. So yeah. So when it comes to like something like Evil Dead, I'm obviously a fan of that as well. Now, have you had a chance to watch the TV show at all? Yeah, yeah. I um, I think I they've released the third season now, haven't they? No, I think the first two are on Netflix, and then the other one I think is still on Showtime, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've watched the first two. I haven't got to the third one yet. So. Oh, okay. We're on the same page then. That's exactly where <laughs> I am. Just kind of waiting till because I don't have Showtime. Really, really, really good. Yeah, I think it's great how they've like boy back to life in like this new way and it's really good really good so i forget if we talked about this before but obviously you're a horror movie fan you know especially with what you just talked about but do you like any of the new style of horror movies that have been out is there anything that you're looking forward to or do you stick more to the classics yeah i stick to the classics okay basically. all right so yeah i mean halloween went really far back into slasher you know like not necessarily cliches, but the setup was like a very old school slasher movie. So that's kind mm-hmm. of the style you would prefer to anything new where it's all jump scares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was uh, I was kind of excited to watch that new Halloween movie because like you never know like what's going to happen. <laughs> like, is it going to be good or bad? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so I, was, I was like surprised that like it was good. In my opinion, it was good. Like, I've got some people who told me, like, oh, they didn't like it and all that, but I think they did a great job. I enjoyed it. I would say, now, I did a show for it. I liked a lot of parts of it. I think it was just the ending that was a little bit lackluster for me. That was the <laughs> only real part that got me was that, and I think it's been out long enough so people know, but it was just one of those things where when they all got together and made it seem like it was a plan, that mm-hmm. seemed really far-fetched for me. Because, yeah. was, you know what I mean? But I also thought it was weird that when they said, hey, you know, you got to make sure he's dead, and then they leave at the end without making sure that he's dead, that was like, wait, what are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. But it, I, I think it was, it was good, and like, obviously, uh, I like the uh, Rob Zombie ones as well. I think he did a good job with... Uh, the ones that he made as well, especially the first one. And uh, sure. even like the uh, the H2O one with Jamie Lee Curtis, that's one of my favorites as well. Oh, really? Oh, okay, the one with, uh, oh, what? Uh, now I can't remember his name. He was in uh, Lucky Number Slevin. And, oh, Josh uh, Hartnett? Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, and uh, LL Cool J was in that one too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that one's good as well. And then... Uh, there was the resurrection one. I weren't that into that. Yeah, into that I, one, but I did not like that one. <laughs> obviously, the, the original is the original, and uh, that's the best one out of all of them. So. Right. So you like the idea of taking the new one and, even though you like some of the sequels, cutting them all out and saying, "Okay, this is a legit sequel to the first one." Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. And I, I think at this point, they're probably like. Because it's been redone over and over again. Like, like I may even do it anymore. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like after this one, you know, uh, that just just came out. Like, what's going to be the next one? So. Oh, I could have sworn they already said there was a sequel. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're. 
these days, isn't it? Like everything's just being remade because everything from the past is better than any new ideas, basically. Like who's going to come up with something better than uh, Freddy Krueger? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's funny you brought that up too. They're They're rebooting that again because the reboot that they tried for failed so miserably that they're going to, oh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was awful. Well, the, the weird thing, I know this is going off on a, on a big tangent, but the weird thing I thought, or the weirdest thing that I thought that came from that movie was they made him way more on like the pedophile angle, but then tried to make the movie like you were supposed to care about Freddy. And that yeah. definitely isn't the case. You're supposed to hate him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think he looked like, uh, even like the mask and everything, it, it just wasn't right. I didn't like that at all. So we'll see what they do with this new one. Yeah, I so. think they're they're bringing England back, I believe, to play Freddy again. Okay, okay. So, I mean, we'll see. that's something. <laughs> that is something. So, yeah. so talking about, like I said, like, um, like no one's going to uh, recreate some really good horror characters like these days anymore, like what's going to be Freddy Krueger and all that. But I think like uh, when you look at like Rob Zombie's films, I think he's come up with some uh, like really good characters. Like the 31 movie, I think was really good where they had like Doomhead and all that. Mm -hmm. He was a really good character. And I think that was like really good for something that would come out these days, if you know what I mean. So um, absolutely. I enjoyed that movie, and uh, Doomhead was a great character in my opinion. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. When you can create a character that has like longevity, where you want to mm-hmm. see that character in other situations, like everyone did with you know with Jason and Freddy and Michael Myers, you wanted to see these characters continue on the story because it was never about like really completely understanding them. It was about different situations where they're going to kill people and then someone's going to get revenge on them. You know, it was that same formula, but it worked for a long time and there haven't been as many of those types of characters, like you said, you know, especially in horror because you get, you know, the paranormal activities or you get, you know, they're all ghost movies, but you don't attach yourself to a ghost because a ghost doesn't come back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's all like... There's no good monsters anymore, you know? No. Like, yeah. I think like, the Devil's Rejects as well, that had a lot of good good characters in it, like Captain Spaulding and all that. True, yeah. Like, that, that was, like, amazing. Like, Captain Spaulding is huge. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, for sure. And I'm sure, I think they're making another one right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah I think they are making, they're making a second one for that, so that'd be cool. Yeah. Cool to watch, so. I would hope so. So, Alan, I think I got a ton of questions and and everything that I wanted to talk about. Was there anything you wanted to mention specifically about 13th or anything else that's going on about how you feel about anything? Um, No, I just hope people can uh, check out the website, 13th.com. And, um, yeah, we're going to have, like I said, there's uh, all the different sections for the website, there's the band, there's the clothing company, there's the audio production company, there's the film company coming, there's the uh, graphic design company coming. So uh, if you're interested in anything related to them subjects, then check it out. And uh, once we've released more songs and the music video and all that, then uh, 
we'll be working on shows for the band and all that. So uh, I'm very, very excited at the moment. Uh, we've definitely got a kick-ass band together now. So uh, very talented individuals. And um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right, Alan. Oh, go ahead. Obviously, obviously a huge thank you to everyone for all the uh, positive feedback and everyone who has supported anything so far. So thanks to everyone for that. All right, Alan, that was a perfect way to end, I think. And like I said, I will have links in the description of the episode so that everyone can support you, the band, everything that you're doing. So just so people know, you know, if, in case they don't look at the description, you can get to Alan's website, www.th13, so the number one, the number three, and then teenth, T-E-E-N-T-H. Com. And that's how you say the band name. That's how, you know, that's a lot of designs on the shirts and everything that he's got in the clothing store. So I'll have just, you know, I'll have links for social media. I have links for the website in the description. So Alan, once again, thank you so much. I know we didn't get a huge conversation today because there have been some issues with sound and everything. But once you've got, you know, the album coming out too, I'd love to pick your brain about every song in that because you know I've been looking forward to that for a really long time. So once again, man, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Yeah, thank you very much, Ian, and uh, all the best for you with your interviews and everything in the future. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that. I always like catching up with Alan. I apologize for some of the weird sounds in the audio. Apparently, Skyping all the way to Finland isn't always perfect. Go figure. I tried to remove everything I could, though, so I hope you enjoyed that. Anyway, a big thanks to Alan for taking his time out to be on the show. There's a lot of exciting things happening for 13th right now and a lot to look forward to. So make sure you follow the links in the description of the episode to support and keep up to date with everything Alan and 13th are doing. Also, if you liked what you heard, you can support me, Ian Hates, by following the other links in the description. We're going to end tonight with the track Disgusting. Get ready for what's next with 13th. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.